Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jets Podcast Review Show on 24-7 Sports. The New York Jets in week four uh, get embarrassed and they fall into the hands of the Jacksonville Jaguars by a final score of 31-12. to I'm your host, Daniel Feuerstein. Rick Lachlan is on assignment right now, so he will not be uh, able to join me on this review show. But, you know, to watch that game on Sunday, and, you know, I thought they got off to a very good start on their first possession. I thought they got off to a very, very good start on their first possession. Granted, they just couldn't uh, get into uh, a first down to move the chains. They were around midfield. Um, I thought that, you know, they punted well, got it down to the touch the ball on the five, uh, keeping the ball inside uh, the field before it went to the end zone at the one. So, you know, I thought, okay, not a bad start. It's going to be fine. Maybe they'll find a way. And, you know, first two possessions for the Jaguars, and, you know, they get two field goals. You're thinking to yourself, maybe, okay, the Jets. The Jets are probably going to find a way to play this game hard and play this game, the running game, you know, throw a couple passes here and there, make sure Sam Darnold doesn't throw an interception, and then all of a sudden, balls and not enough imagination by the coaching staff where it led to this game being... Uh, a game where Todd Bowles, the head coach of the New York Jets, showed no imagination whatsoever, showed no chutzpah whatsoever. The exception of going it, for going for it on that fourth down and one and throwing it, um, you know, I, give him credit for that one, for at least going for it on fourth down, even though Nunez should have had that ball. I know Blau Powell should have had that ball when it was thrown to him. But still, this head coach right now and this coaching staff, since week one, where they won the first game of the regular season, where they embarrassed the Detroit Lions, they come out, I wouldn't say flat, but for some reason, they're not being inspired to go out and do the job. Secondary's been missing tackles. Front seven has done a decent job in this one. But once again, th- this is a situation where for the New York Jets, it's going to be said. Everyone's been saying it. Everybody wants it. There are many people that feel like that this team is going nowhere fast. And while I am not blaming it on Sam Darnold, it is not his fault at all. He is a rookie quarterback. You will expect rookie quarterback bumps and bruises this year. We all knew this. We all knew what was going to happen. We all knew why they picked Sam Darnold for a reason. It's not just to get everything done in one year. Because they felt that he is the franchise quarterback for this team, and they feel that he is the one to go forward and for the future of this franchise, that he will be a great quarterback, a franchise quarterback that will do the job. So 
any blame on Sam Darnold? Absolutely not. There is no blame on Sam Darnold. There is blame. Blame. Squared at the feet of offensive coordinator Jeremy Bates. Squared at the feet of of defensive coordinator Casey Rogers. And blame should not be missed on Todd Bowles. The Jets are one and three. I wrote on 247sports.com on talking about Todd Bowles and the coaching staff. They were supposed to be the X factor into this game. They were supposed to be the X factor coming into Jacksonville, going into Jacksonville, and finding ways, finding ways to turn this thing around if they were competitive enough, which they did not even show in this game because they kept on mixing things around. And sadly, sadly, the proof was there that Todd Bowles just kept on going with the same old situation. You saw what happened in Cleveland in week three after going 14-0, and 14-0 and throughout the entire first half until Baker Mayfield came in, which made the score 14-3. No adjustments whatsoever. Nothing. Sure, they lost, they, the, the game was tied. They got the lead back shortly for a, for a field goal. But then the Browns got their first win, and off they went to get a win where it shouldn't have happened. Here are the New York Jets right now at 1-3. and three. And in this game, you start with the running game, and then you run away from it going with the throwing game, the passing game. And while there were some solid grabs here and there, it wasn't enough for the Jets to go into this game against Jacksonville and get a win. And then after you're down, after you're down 18 nothing, you know, four, with 4.58 remaining in the third quarter, Jason Myers gets a field goal. Fine, good, all right. And then there's another touchdown. The defense can't do anything. And it's like a three-score game. Jason Myers, fourth quarter in the 12.53 remaining in the fourth quarter. Jason Myers kicked a 38-yard field goal. Fine. But then the Jets, they're starting to get things back together. 11-18 remaining in the fourth quarter. Sam Darnold with a nice two-yard throw to Jordan Leggett. Even though they couldn't even convert the two-point conversion. 25-12. Maybe there's some life. Maybe there's something here that they can do. But they showed nothing. Jacksonville definitely put their foot on the gas. And they are a very good football team. Very, very good football team. Give credit to the head coach, Doug Marone. Give credit to the general manager, of course, Tom Coughlin. Because I think that without Tom Coughlin, this Jacksonville Jaguars side would not be that good. Give Tom Coughlin credit for evening out the coaching of Doug Marone. Because that is where this New York Jet team right now is failing 
And it's not the general manager of Mike McCagnin. It is the head coach of Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, sadly, is proving himself that he's not going to be here either at the end of the season or if the Jets do this, fire him in the middle of the year. And then who's going to be the interim head coach? Who gets that opportunity to be the interim head coach? And that might be more scary. That could be a bit more scary than seeing Todd Bowles fired. If Jeremy Bates will take over. If Casey Rogers takes over. Because I don't know what you're going to see from those guys as the offensive defensive coordinators if they get the opportunity to be a head coach as in the interim basis. If and when Todd Bowles gets fired in the middle of, of this season. Everyone, everyone is looking at Todd Bowles right now in a four-year coaching record. True. But once again, as I've said in the past, look, he had the veterans that he needed the first two years of his coaching tenure. And after losing that last game of 2014, what happened? Doesn't go to the playoffs when you're 10-5. and five, Should have been 11-5. and five. The year after that, adults acting like children and messing up a season where you should have been a positive and not a negative. And then you stripped it down last year. I'm sorry, it was 2015. That's my bad. 2014, 2015, that's my bad. The 10-6 and, the 10 and six record. 10, 2000 and... Uh, 16, 2016, with adults acting like children, 5 and 11, stripping it down to rebuild the roster in 2017, 5 and 11, probably should have had more wins than five, had three win- three definite wins, but then you lose it, one due to uh, the overturning of a touchdown that shouldn't have happened last year against New England and against Carolina, and now... Great start in week one against Detroit, in Detroit. Poor first half at home against Miami. Had a great first half in Cleveland till Baker Mayfield showed up and no adjustments. <coughs> and just basically not enough imagination, not enough positive plays to go out in Jacksonville and to give any form of support for the rookie quarterback in Sam Darnold. What are you supposed to do? Do you want to protect Sam Darnold, Todd? Or do you want Sam Darnold to go out there and take down every opponent with confidence and throw it down the field all over the place? What do you want to do with Darnold? Because as of right now, Sam Darnold being directed in a positive manner. I don't believe he's going to be directed with whatever game plan you're trying to throw against your opposition. This is a game. 
where you said to I mean, I looked at this game and I said to myself, okay, I know how big Jacksonville is. I know how good Jacksonville is. I see them being one of the bigger powers coming through in the AFC this year and throughout this foreseeable future. You hold them to two field goals in the first two possessions for Jacksonville. And you know what? Okay. If that's the game plan that you're trying to take the page out of the game they played last week against the Tennessee Titans, then by all means, go with it. Try and run the ball. Try and run the ball. A couple of throws here and there. Try and run the ball and do what you can. And then, unfortunately, it all goes for naught. So as of right now, the New York Jets are once again, they are one and three. And if you look at that entire AFC East, Miami no longer undefeated. They're three and one. New England beating them puts them to two and two in second place. The Jets and the Bills are now one and three. Jets in last place because of the loss to the Miami Dolphins. This whole situation with Todd Bowles, unless he finds a way to fix this thing, starting with this three-game homestand the next three weeks against Denver on Sun, this coming Sunday, the following week at home against the Indianapolis Colts, and then, then, and then that third week at home against the Minnesota Vikings. You can accept a minimum of two wins Three would be awesome, but a minimum of two wins in this three-game homestand is where Todd Bowles needs to get to right this ship if he does. We need to see more gadget plays. We need to see more trickery. We need to see more emotion. We need to see more of everything. He cannot blame the players anymore. It's gone past that. Todd Bowles needs to look himself in the mirror and he needs to understand this cannot happen anymore. What he needs to do is to basically scrap whatever opportunity or whatever playbook he has and rewrite something new. Because right now, It's not working. Because right now, Todd Bowles is not making any headway here. And while it's really tough to see what's going on here, and everyone has every right to gripe about it, everyone has every right to yell, scream, and basically say, this head coach needs to be fired. Maybe the, uh, the entire staff needs to be fired. I don't know about that. But one thing I do know is this, is that Todd Bowles has lost the plot. Todd Bowles right now has lost the plot. And it's a shame that he put himself in this position. Shouldn't have done that, but he has. Is he feeling the pressure now? He probably is. Is he doing himself any favors? Absolutely not, because everybody wants him gone now. WFAN's Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts wants him gone, and all those, every single Jet fan wants him gone. 
And I'll be honest with you right now. I feel like if Todd Bowles does not find a way to change this thing and change the way the season has started right away, he will be gone. He will be gone at the end of the year. If he does get fired in the middle of the year, then you know what? Who do you want as your interim? Because the, 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 the choices are not that great either. We'll have to wait and see who they're going to bring over next year during the offseason. Once Todd Bowles has uh, been relieved of his duties. And hopefully better, better direction for Sam Darnold right now. Because at the moment, you know, it's a rookie quarterback. There will be bumps, there will be bruises. But the problem is that what are you doing? What messages are you sending him? You're going to protect him in the first half, and then all of a sudden you, uh, you just let go of the reins. It's okay, Sam, throw the ball down the field. Let's see what you got. No. Stick to the game plans that you've had. They started well with the run. Fine, Crowell, you know, not well in the first half. And then when you're, so, when you're at least a couple of yards deep in your end zone to take a handoff, and then you get tackled inside your end zone. You give up two points out of the blue. Why? Why are you starting that deep in your end zone when you're, hand, you're getting a handoff? You should be at least on the line of the end zone, at least on the goal line. On the goal line at least. But ugh. everything that started well, that positive – okay – Poor first half by Darnold. Came back in the second half against Miami. Great start to week three, Thursday night in Cleveland. And now this was a complete total loss by the entire team because the coaching staff is not making the adjustments. They're not making a solid game plan. They are looking like they are trying to throw something at the wall and see what sticks. And when you do that, when you do that, you are putting your team in a very, very poor position. You are putting your team in a very, very poor position to not win the game. They had a great start in the first quarter. I thought they, they did well. I thought that they were able to sit to show at least, you know what, we got some ability here that we're going to challenge the Jacksonville Jaguars. If they went toe-to-toe with the Jaguars and still lost, you know what, I, I, I think this would have been, an, uh, uh, you know, okay, we lost, but you know what, they showed fight, they showed promise, they showed that they are going to go out there and try and be a terror in the AFC. Nope. They didn't do that either. Mixed messages to your offense. Mixed messages to your defense. Special teams, there's nothing much you can do about it. But you know what? You're sending mixed messages to both, uh, to both basically your, your team that's supposed to score points and the team that's supposed to stop the, others, the opposition from scoring points. It's, it's an absolute travesty to have an excellent game in week one, and then you're just not doing the same things you're doing the next couple of weeks. 
I don't know what Chris Johnson will do. I don't know what Mike McCagnan will do. But the owner of the Jets right now and Chris Johnson, Woody Johnson's brother, I think he's going to be frustrated. I think you have to say he's going to show some frustration. And I understand that he's not Jerry Jones. And we're not asking him to be Jerry Jones. I just want to be clear about this. I'm not asking Chris Johnson to be Jerry Jones because there's only one Jerry Jones. There was, there was, there was only one Al Davis. There was only one Wellington Mara. There was only one uh, Robert Tisch. There was only one Art Rooney. What we're asking Chris Johnson to do, if he has had enough of what the Jet fans have been watching, if he's had enough of what the Jet fans have been seeing and what the New York Jets media has been seeing, then he needs to go to Todd Bowles and Mike McCagnan, have a meeting with both of them, and lay down the law. Chris Johnson needs to inform Todd Bowles I understand that we have a rookie quarterback, and I'm not blaming him. But right now, I don't see our guys doing what they did in the first week of this regular season. It's, it's already four games un, under the belt. It's already a quarter of the season gone. We are now in October. We are now in the month of October. And when you get to the month of October, these teams that are normally solid, always in the hunt for a playoff position and going into a playoff run to get to that Super Bowl. They know how to do it. They know how to achieve it. And as of right now, it's just been an absolute disgrace for what we're seeing of this Jets team right now. When a game plan is supposed to work, you don't run away from it. But at the same time, You need to make adjustments to keep the opposition guessing. Keep the opposition guessing. And if you do that, you'll win the games. You know, Herman Edwards, everyone complained about his clock management uh, situation. And you know what? Fine. The clock management is a part of the situation. But what Herman Edwards did was at least, obviously was a defensive coach, but he knew how to do offense. He knew offense. And what Herman Edwards did when he had Chad Pennington behind center and Curtis Martin as your featured running back, you'd always see the play being called, handed off to Curtis Martin. Before Curtis Martin crosses the line of scrimmage, he stops in the middle of the offensive line, turns around, pitches it back to Chad Pennington. Pennington threw the ball down either sideline, and it would be either a first down catch or it would have been a touchdown catch in the end zone. Where are those types of plays that have been missing for a long time? Long time. Lachlan Edwards last year, on a punt, recognized something. And what did he do? Instead of punting the ball, threw it down the field, you know, got a first down against these same Jaguars last year at MetLife Stadium. Now, granted, 
they screwed up because of the uh, delay of game, the five-yard penalty, but that's fine. You know, I mean, you know, what are going to do? That game's already been done and dusted. Jets win in overtime. But that's not the point. The point is simply this. The point is this, is that the New York Jets, to run a gadget play, to be aware of the situation in front of them, and go out and trick the opposition to take advantage of their situation and get a positive play in their favor. I, I have seen none of that after week one. I think Sam Darnold can handle himself. I think Sam Darnold has shown that he can handle himself very well behind center. I know the offensive line is still has a few leaks, a few holes, but I think they've been decent so far. But it's really getting annoying and it's really getting concerning to see that this coaching staff, either they're sticking with a game plan and then getting rid of it, they're not making the necessary adjustments at halftime and you know in-game adjustments in the second half, And in my opinion right now, Todd Bowles is coaching scared. You're going to coach scared, Todd? You're going to lose your job. And I truly believe that's what's going to happen at the end of the year unless you find a way to change it up. And you've got to change it up in these three next, these, these next three games at home at MetLife Stadium. You're not traveling anywhere until week eight in Chicago. You think the Bears had plenty of fun against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They'll get a load of you and they'll feast on you. They'll probably shut you out. What's worse, they may take out some of our players. Because that defense is atrocious. But that's week eight. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. But definitely, these next three weeks at home, you must prove to the Jet fans You must prove to the New York Jets media. You must prove to the national NFL media, to the owner, to your general manager. You must prove this is just a blip on the radar because if it's not, they will play that song. They will go na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye. They will. And no one, no one will be crying when you go out the door, Todd. So please, Mr. Bowles, head coach Todd Bowles, if you value your job and you value your position as head coach of the New York Jets, change things up and change it in a hurry. Because as of right now, the uh, the the pointing that they're sharpening their fingers to point the finger of blame at you. The guillotine is being prepared. Chop you as head coach of the New York Jets. Because this right now is not funny. This is not a laughing matter. It's going to come down to the end, Todd that you will not be the head coach of this team for very much longer. So as of right now, fix it up. Clean it up and try and fix this. Because if you're not going to fix it, you're going to be gone. And before 
we finish up this podcast here for the New York Jets. Sam Darnold, first game that he has not thrown an interception. He is learning. Sam Darnold, for the first time in 2018, as a quarterback in the National Football League, has not thrown an interception. He is right now four touchdown passes, five interceptions. And you know what? It's not in bad, that's not a bad improvement. That's a very good improvement. And I'm very glad to see the kid is improving, that he's learning. But you cannot blame this kid for what's been going on with this Jets team. The coaching staff has been abysmal since week one. They must fix this situation before it really gets worse than what we have seen before. We'll have to wait and see what happens week five. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do for the Jets podcast review show. Week four, the New York Jets fall to the Jacksonville Jaguars by a final score of 31 to 12. They are one and three dead last in the AFC East. Join us this coming Friday as Rick Lachlan and I will be previewing week five, the New York Jets host, the Denver Broncos. Once again, this has been the Jets podcast review show on 24-7 sports through blogtalkradio.com. Talk to you next time on Friday. So long. Farewell. Bye-bye for now. And let's see if Todd Bowles will fix this mess. Bye-bye for now.